The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the host, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagonalls, or Success Publishing International. More willpower than a barefoot woman at a shoe sale. Able to stretch a single paycheck for an entire month. Makes money concepts easier than third grade math. Introducing your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonall. Work all day, stress all night. Take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Money don't matter for the stuff it bought. It's the way you think, not what you've got, yeah. Unlock Your Wealth Radio starts now. Get your money mind right this year as Unlock Your Wealth Radio is sponsored by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash free book and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to this new season of Unlock Your Wealth Radio. I am your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls, and I am flanked this 2017 by the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry. This season's motto for our 30th season here is, uh, what did we say it was? Uh, lean and mean in 17. That's us, lean and mean in 17. So we're going to help you get your money mind right this show as well as this entire year with the following great features. So first off, Moolah Word of the Day. It's going to take us back. We're going to channel uh, Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy in Trading Places. Yeah. And then, because it's the beginning of the month, it's the beginning of the season, it's the beginning of the year, we have Dr. Joel Wade joining us, our resident psychologist and life coach, the master of happiness himself, is going to pop by and we are going to learn how to master happiness in our own lives. Sounds great. Yes, because, you know, wealth is more than money, as our dear friend Kim Sawyer says, and uh, one of the most important things is that... You know, those that have a healthier state of mind have a wealthier state of mind. And happiness can certainly contribute to that. So we'll learn all about that on today's show. So uh, so what, what did you take from 2016, Miguel, oh boy. that that uh, that you're going to bring forward into the new year? Uh, you know, I'm I'm reading more. Trying to read uh, trying to read newsprint, which I haven't done much of in my life. Um, that's very 13th key in the keys to riches. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, trying to listen more, trying not to make knee jerk reactions about anything, you know, just getting a lot of different viewpoints before I make decisions. Well, that's pretty impressive because yeah. that's our three amigos model of information processing. So you're taking what cool. we learn here with our keys to riches, financial philosophy and applying it generally in your life. So that's yeah. pretty awesome. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, these, these 13 keys you can apply to just about anything that you're mis that you're mismanaging. Yes, yes, that's what I like. That it's it's fairly universal. And uh, by the way, uh, what is this week's key? Uh, uh, uh dear Ign- A C C acceptance and affirmation. There we go. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, our very first key as we start our keys over in the new season 
is acceptance and affirmation. And for those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome to the show. We're so glad that you stopped by. The Keys to Riches has become so popular, it's its own syndicated show. And you can find it here on this channel, or you can surf over to the website at keystoriches.com, where you can get this week's key in its entirety in its full 30-minute show and learn how acceptance and affirmation works. This is our first key in our Keys to Riches financial philosophy. And we do biology-based money management. And, you know, last year was a leap year. So if you didn't get a chance to, or you're just joining us for the first time, I would encourage you to listen to our bonus shows from last week, because we talked about the Three Amigos model of information processing that is kind of the foundation for all of the work that we do here at the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation and how we teach the keys to riches as a financial philosophy. And and so we went through the whole information model of processing. And remember now on the 7th, on Saturday the 7th, we are doing our big three-hour workshop for our uh, Unlock Your Wealth Foundation's Goal Achievement Strategy. So if you want to be a part of that workshop, we're doing it online. It's a virtual presentation. So you don't have to come to Phoenix like in the past. If you wanted to be, you had to see me live in person. Now you can see me live, but don't have to be in person. You could do it from the comfort of your own home in your pajamas and nobody's going to know. We like that. Working yes. in your PJs. Yes, you can work in your PJs and you can learn how to apply the keys to riches financial philosophy universally in your life to achieve whatever it is that you truly desire. So I'm pretty excited about that. So that'll be happening this Saturday, the 7th. And uh, visit the website at keystoriches.com for more information and how to sign up to be a part of it. So uh, moolah word of the day. So if you remember... In the Trading Places movie with Eddie Murphy, it's been like 30 years. It's kind of crazy how old that movie is. The way they were able to spank the Duke brothers was they beat them at their own game. They changed the information. They gave them misinformation on the market. So it had them choose the wrong strategy for investing that particular day of the market when they were trading options. And there's this thing, which is today's moolah word of the day, called a margin call. So if you trade on margin, you need to think of margin like a credit line, like borrowing money to trade. So if you have $100 in your trading account and you have what they call a margin account, they may loan you a percentage of that in addition. So if you have $100 in your margin account, you can invest 150 But if the market gets shaky, or you get overextended like the Duke brothers did in the movie, then you get subject to a margin call. So today's Moolah word, uh, margin call, is a call from a broker to a customer called a maintenance margin call or from a clearinghouse to a clearing member called a variation margin call, demanding the deposit of cash or marginable securities to satisfy the Regulation T requirements and house maintenance requirements for the purchase or short sale of securities to cover an adverse price movement. It is also called a federal margin call or reg T call for NASDAQ requirements um, or house call for brokerage requirements. So there's multiple terms for the same thing. Mm. So they won't let you get too far out of hand when you um, do that. But the Duke brothers lost everything because they were gambling essentially on misinformation. If you remember, the they were trading – uh, in advance of the crop report and the Duke brothers were buying a copy of that crop report before it came out so they could 
appropriately time the market. And so they were trading and everybody else started to jump on their bandwagon. But Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy knew different. They knew what the real crop report was. So they let them absorb all of these stocks. And then they started selling Mm. these stocks and the price just plummeted. And so, so the Duke brothers were left holding this big bag of securities that were worthless. Mm -hmm. So not only were the securities that they had worthless, but they were also buying on credit. So the margin call, they had to come and write the check. The Securities and Exchange Commission said, I need you to settle this up, but they couldn't. They were broke. And so they lost their seat on the exchange. So that's the moolah word of the day. Our most important task of today, though, is introducing our next guest and resident psychologist here at the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation, life coach extraordinaire and mastering happiness expert, Dr. Joel Wade is joining us yet again for our next installment of the Master's Course in Happiness. We're actually starting all over again from the very beginning because it's a new year and his course starts. It's a 12-month course. For many years, Dr. Wade has worked primarily as a marriage and family therapist in private practice in Los Angeles. San Francisco and Los Gatos, California. And as a teacher of graduate students and therapists over the years, and as a life coach, he finds that he can bring all the best of what he has learned to his clients without some of the drawbacks that the framework of psychotherapy can bring. He knows what it means to be passionate and devoted to a course of action and what it takes to see it through to success and what resilience and gratification and fun can be born from such dedication. Dr. Wade sees happiness, true happiness and well-being, not simply the happiness of feeling good in a lucky moment of pleasure, but as a set of skills, a practice and an attitude toward life that can be learned and applied within whatever circumstances you are currently in. So let's join Dr. Wade and have him share with us the beginning on our journey to our own personal master's course in happiness. Dr. Wade, welcome to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. We're so glad to have you back for the new year. Thank you, Heather. It's a pleasure to be here. So you are the man that is all things happiness in our lives. And so let's talk about what your master's course in happiness is all about first. Okay. Well, what I thought of is what are the things that, uh, you know, people pay me to be their their life coach or or, uh, in other contexts as a marriage and family therapist. And I started thinking, what are the things that, uh, for most of my clients, uh, we tend to cover? That's that's mostly sort of information and learning and practicing. So I was looking for the common elements, so that there'd be uh, I, I could create a product where people could get a lot of what they might get from from life coaching, um, but in a you know easier format, sort of a do-it-yourself format. Now there's a lot that happens in in life coaching. It's very much tailored to the the specific person. It's a very very personal thing, you know. I'm, I, I go out of my way to really get to know who I'm working with, so it, it's not the same, certainly, as life coaching. But there's some there's some sort of fundamentals you can look at it as sort of the the foundation course um, of of skills for living a happy, successful life. And so that's what I sought to do with this course. And there's there's a audio portion and, and a, a video portion and, and written materials. And most of all, there's actions to practice and encouragement to practice those actions over the course of a month for each lesson. 
That's awesome. And I think that uh, the key word in there is practice. Absolutely. We get good at whatever we practice, even if it's really, really bad stuff. <laughs> if it's really good stuff, we get good at it. If it's really bad stuff, we get good at it. If you, if you practice being a rotten person and being grumpy and miserable, you're going to be a rotten, miserable, grumpy person. You're going to just be an expert at it. If you practice things that, that uh, bring you uh, more empathy and compassion for people, more gratitude for your life, more more uh, openness to opportunities and possibilities, more of a sense of courage and stepping into whatever your life's challenges are. And there, we all have plenty of challenges, uh, internal and external. Then you're going to get good at, at, uh, at stepping into life and, and, and facing those challenges. If you practice uh, basing your choices on what's going to make you feel proud of what you've done rather than what's going to avoid you trouble or, or you know, inconvenience, you're going to get good at, at aiming towards the things that you can feel proud about, feel good about. Um, so it, it all comes down to practice and the habits that we create. A, a, lot, of, a lot of what we do just sort of wrote automatic things are things that somewhere along the line we taught our brain to aim us towards. Uh, so parts of our brain tell us, yeah, you're going to, you want to eat these kind of foods. You want to do these kind of activities. You want to treat people this kind of way. You want to react in this particular way. Um, and so that part of our brain just kind of goes, well, okay, whatever it is. So this, this course and, and my work in general is about really taking charge of that as much as we can and being as conscious as we can about uh, you know, are we are we living according to the values that really matter to the, our core sense of who we are, rather than just automatic habits and and basing our identity on on what we just do without thinking. You know, I just made an interesting connection, and I always talk about the brain kind of like a computer, but I think that you just made a connection for me about the difference between hardware and software. Your brain is the hardware, but your mm -hmm. behavior becomes that programmed software. And when you get the software, it'll work, but it all has these default settings. And I think mm -hmm. maybe what we're working to change are our default settings, these things that have been programmed in, whether or not they're benefiting us. Yeah, and and part of our our brain is sort of computer like and so that analogy works, but but part of us is much richer and more complex and that's the part of us that is uh that thinks, hmm, do I want to live like this? What would I what kind of life do I want to be? What kind of person do I want to be? How do I want to treat people? What kind of work do I want to do? What kind of, you know, what kind of people do I want to to connect with in my life? These sort of deep, uh, deeply held values and and longings and and likes and dislikes are more our sense of core self rather than just sort of programs or circuits or or, or you know automatic things. Uh, complex automatic things, but still automatic things. So, f from where, from doing this for 37 years now, working with people, 
what I found is really the common denominator in in living whatever your life is, and there's a whole wide range. It doesn't have to be a perfect life. Um, but living your life the best, even with the challenges or the tragedies or the pitfalls or the 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 obstacles to overcome, it comes down to how much consciousness can you bring to what you want, what you believe, what matters to you, who matters to you, how you treat people, and also what your habits are. Do you just accept your habits as, well, that's just how I am? Or do you say, you know, that habit really isn't reflecting what what value, what I value most. I think I'm going to change that, even if it's hard. Mm-hmm. So it's that conscious awareness and that willingness to to look at something, even if it's difficult or painful, that really makes the difference. You... And again, this isn't about some ideal uh, vision of you know a beautiful life where everything's perfect. It, it people have challenges they have hardships life can be really hard sometimes how do you negotiate that so you can feel proud of it so you can feel happy about your life and that's that's i guess the ultimate question how can i feel good about the choices that i've made and how do i get those choices in line with with what i want You are listening to Dr. Joel Wade on Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and this segment is sponsored in part by KeepMyID.org, the only service that actually prevents identity theft. All others are just monitoring services. Put your credit on lockdown for Unlock Your Wealth Radio listeners with their special offer. Please visit unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash KeepMyID and click on the link to start protecting your financial future right now. Remember to use promo code WAGS. What I think is so great is that your master's course in happiness begins on the same foot, so to speak, that our Keys to Riches financial philosophy does. And our first key is um, acceptance and affirmation. And your first course or module in the master's course in happiness is? Self-acceptance and or, or another way of looking at it is orienting to reality. I like that. Uh, you, it, it, in order to be effective in anything you do, you have to start with knowing what's true and being willing to look at what's true, especially when you don't like it. <laughs> just... I'm, I'm sure with financial things that you find this all the time, People get into trouble because they don't want to look at what's true about what they're spending or what they're making or what their you know what the what their math equation is, and that's that. And it can be really hard to take a, a honest look at that and go, mm, "I'm going to have to sell some stuff or you know, whatever the 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 prescription is." Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I without have people looking admit- at it, there's nothing you can do. 
Right. Well, un- until they accept where they are, they can't make a move to change it. If they just stayed, I, I-, I refer it as being wrapped in that warm, fluffy blanket of denial. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it's cozy yeah, and it's comfortable warm, and everything is safe and good inside this blanket while the world around them is crashing down on their heads. And I get people that make the first phone call and they, you know, we do our, we do our intake session and we kind of go through what their uh, desires are, where they want to be. And they say, okay, well, um, I'll send you, I'll pull my credit cause you know, and, and I'll send you a copy of it. And then a week goes by and I send mm. them an email. Hey, I haven't received your credit yet. Yeah. I'm going to get around to it. And then another week <laughs> yeah. goes by. And then I have a cute little graphic of around to it. And I send them and, and then I send them the round to it. I said, Well now you have a round to it. Can I have the credit report? And, yeah. and then they just stop answering after a while. And and that in itself is the answer to me that they are not ready to accept that they've made a mistake or because they bring all this judgment to the table. Yeah. Yeah. And and the I mean the the most important um, spirit to bring to your own life, wherever you are, whatever you're dealing with, is compassion. We all make mistakes. We all blow it. Sometimes we, we you know, we think something's going to go one way and it goes another way, or, or we not, we, we aren't paying attention to something that we wish we would have, and uh, we get ourselves into a pickle. And it, if you're if you're shaming yourself for it, if you're feeling, if you're berating yourself for it over and over and over, it weakens you. It doesn't strengthen you to change. It makes you weaker and and uh, more fragile. In when what you need is to really shore up your <clears throat> resilience and your your strength, so that you can step forward into into. Uh, some new behaviors, some, a, a new way of approaching whatever the situation is. It's kind of like uh, that scene in uh, Apollo 13, where uh, the you know the spaceship had there's a, something the uh, oxygen tank I think exploded or something. They're probably everyone thought they weren't going to make it back alive, and they're at mission control. Everyone's freaking out. And all of a sudden, Gene Krantz in the movie, um, the guy that's playing Gene Krantz says, okay, hold on. What do we got on the spacecraft that works? And in that moment, he shifted it from, oh, no, we're all, everything's awful, you know, focusing on the weaknesses, on what's wrong. He shifted it to problem solving. What do we got on the spacecraft that works? What are the resources we have to use to tackle this problem? And the moment he did that, that's exactly what everyone did. They moved to solve the problem, and then they, they, it worked. They brought them home. They got home safe and sound. So it's the same kind of thing with, you know, if, if you're, if you're uh, really critical and harsh with yourself when you discover you, there's some behaviors you have to change, and it doesn't matter if it's something simple like, you know, gosh, I'd like to to be a little more diligent about my work, or it can be something big like, you know, I've got a I've got a, a real drinking or substance abuse problem or a behavior that's really hurting people. You have to start with, okay, here's what's true. And 
have some compassion for yourself because you're human, and then focus mostly on solving the problem, not on punishing yourself for having gone down the road that you want to change now. That you want to change now is the important piece. Right. And not necessarily that you know how to change or that you have all the tools in place, but you're open and willing to begin. And that's the crucial step. And by accepting, by looking at what's true and accepting it, having some compassion for yourself and, and some, some uh, you know, giving yourself, um, you know, it takes courage to look at what's true when you don't want to. Oh, it does, because you're very vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. So it's a big deal. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, with, with smaller things, it's, of course, easier. Bigger things, it takes, it takes more courage, more, more um, you know, devotion and dedication to, to changing. Um, but the process still always involves looking at what's true, accepting what's true, having some compassion for yourself around it and deciding to do something different and then finding what you need to do. Mm -hmm. What do we got on the spacecraft that works? What, uh, what's one more thing that someone can do right now, um, that they can, that it can help orient themselves more to their current reality without judgment. Hmm. Well, you know, I think uh, one of the things is to accept that that uh, life is about growth. Uh, I mean, we were talking about sort of the computer analogy of our brain. We're we're not we're not static like that like that box on your desk. We're we're biological. We're we're growing, learning organisms. And so, you know, a mistake that I made 10 years ago that's affecting me now because I'm keeping doing it, I didn't decide to make that mistake now. I decided to make it 10 years ago. It, it, knowing that I can grow and I can learn can help you to, to kind of go back and go, yeah, I really blew it back then. That was a bad decision. I wish I would have done something different. Okay, let's do something different now. Um, and, and seeing, seeing life and learning as a growth process rather than a static sort of fixed process can make a big difference. Sometimes we think, you know, we have skills or, or talents or abilities that are, we just came into the world with and that's that. But, but really any skill or ability we have, I mean, we might have, have, um, you know, high IQ or, you know, you know, potential physical abilities for athletics or something, but still developing those, the, 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 the basic tools are just tools. Developing those is where real expertise comes from. And so, uh, I think really seeing ourselves as, as part of a process that, that, that we can we can grow, we can expand, we can look to sort of create our path in life to some degree. Not completely. There's plenty of stuff we don't have control over, but 
that, that we have a say in which direction we aim ourselves. That's crucial. I think that that's very profound for for beginning, for finding a place to begin and understanding that it's a process. I think that's awesome. And clearly you are the master of happiness. And one of the great things is that Unlock Your Wealth Radio listeners can become a part of the master's course in happiness. And if folks are interested in participating, because unfortunately time flies when you're having fun and you and I are out of fun now because the show's going (laughs) to end. So how do folks find you if they are interested in life? Life coaching, marriage and family therapy, or taking the master's course in happiness. How do people get a hold of you? My website is drjoelwade.com, D-R-J-O-E-L-W-A-D-E.com. All my contact info is on there, all the information about uh, my coaching, and, and uh, even uh, you can sign up for a free uh, a free course in learning optimism. And uh, you can sign up for a free 20, 30-minute intro session to life coaching with me. I don't charge for that. It's just to see if it would be a good fit. And and all my products are there. Uh, But there's one product that your listeners can find on your site, and it's at at a pretty good discount, too from what they'll find on, even on my website. So that's the master's course in happiness. Yay. Well, thank you again for being a part of our first show of the season and of the year and kicking off the 2017 year with a big bang. And for those of you who are driving around without a pencil, never fear. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is here where you can visit Dr. Wade's show page and get the links to his master's course in happiness, his coaching, and so much more for the Maestro of Moolah, Michael Terry. I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is produced by Heather Wagonhalls and the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2017 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com. It's the way you think